in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. As it is today that we enter into this, the season of Epiphany, we enter now into this very, very great season, which we celebrate the baptism of our Lord, when it is that we realize who our Lord is, when it is that we are able to really unpack, here it is, this Christmas gift of Jesus, and now here he is, now being baptized, and we reflect on his baptism today. And as it is that we reflect and read this account of the baptism of Jesus, we also take into mind our own baptism. What does it mean to be baptized? What does it mean for us as Christians to start on this journey with Jesus, to begin on this journey? And what does it mean to be baptized? What does it mean for us? What does that do for us? And how does that change us? Here we are. We know that we are born in this world of our father and our mother. We are born into our natural lives. But as it is that we're born into our natural lives, now it is that we need to be born anew. And when it is that we go to our baptism, a baptism that many of us forget, but that baptism in which begins our life, that happiest day of our life, a day that we can, we can barely remember as many of us were infants as we went to the baptism, as it is that we are plunged into the water, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And as it is that we emerge from the waters, we are created anew. We are reborn. Reborn of water, reborn of the Spirit, reborn of God. And as it is that we are reborn, we take on this new creation. That is it, as it is that we come out of the water, we drown to ourselves. We drown and we come up, a new creation, we come up again in a supernatural life. We come up now united to Jesus. We come up now out of the waters in a resurrection like His. We die in a death like His and we rise in a resurrection like His. That is the Christian life. To live and to die and to rise again with Jesus. And as it is that we reflect on that great gift of baptism, I want us to always remember as to what it means to receive the sacraments, what it means that as we begin on the spiritual journey with Jesus, what it means to always keep your eyes fixed on the cross, what it means to always keep your eyes fixed on the church, to keep your eyes fixed on the sacraments, Understanding that when it is that we go and receive a sacrament, whether that is confession, whether that is the Eucharist, whether that is baptism, it is not the priest who you are meeting. It is Jesus Christ himself. The priest is nothing. The priest is nothing but a tool in the hand of Christ. And that is what we see. That Jesus is working through the priest in order to be able to bring Jesus in our lives. And so as it is that we are baptized, and it is that as... We rise out of the waters. Now it is we are united to Jesus in a special way. We are now united to Jesus so, so well that here it is. We are we created anew. And as we are created anew, now it is we can be called sons and daughters of God. Of God the Father. Take a moment and appreciate the great gift that God gives us. That now we know Him as not just our Maker, not just the Creator of the world, but as our Father. For the Jews during this time to hear the words of Jesus, to say that this is what God is like, that God is not just a stranger to you, God is not just sitting there on His heavenly throne, and that's about it, and He rules the world, and whatever it might be, and we are His slaves and His servants and nothing more. That's not where He stops. He just goes even further than that. God is now your Father. When you pray, pray like this, and He teaches us the prayer, Our Father who is in heaven, Beautiful. We're not just slaves of God, but now it is that we are baptized, we become sons and daughters of God. We become more than just Christians, we become more than this, we become more, than, we have been given everything. 
So much so that it's immense, we can't possibly fathom how much it is that God continues to give us and give us and give us that He takes up now residence within our heart. Now it is that He chooses to dwell within our hearts. But now He tells us that you are made for so much more as long as it is that you live in My Spirit. As long as it is that you remember that you are a child of God. You remember your dignity. You remember what it is that you were made for. You remember how it is that through thick and through thin, whatever might happen in life, we keep our eyes fixed upon the cross. He's telling us that you are made for greatness. You are made not for comfort, not for the things of this world, but you are made to live worthy of your baptism, as St. Paul tells us. Live your life as testimony that you are a child of God. Live your life as that testimony. Live your life as a witness. And when it is that we recall our baptism, when it is that we recall that Jesus Christ, that God Himself, is now dwelling within us, and we keep our eyes fixed on the cross, no matter what might happen in life, realizing that God has called us to greatness, we realize it's not easy. It's not easy to keep your eyes fixed on the cross. It's not easy to be a child of God. But again, you are not made for easy. If you're sitting here, and you think Christianity was made to be easy, and it's going to be a nice religion that says some nice things and makes you feel good, we're in the wrong place. Telling you we're in the wrong place. There's a writer who says, you don't go to religion to make you feel good. You don't go to Christianity because it makes you feel good inside. He's a bottle of wine, what am I do? That that might make you feel good inside. But that's not what Christianity is. Christianity is difficult. Christianity is hard. And yes, there are beautiful moments, continuous blessings that God continues to give us. But there are those hard moments as well. Those hard moments where we really have to take a good look at the cross, a good look at Jesus and say, okay. I'm going through something in my life. But now that it is, I'm going through the suffering, through this pain, I entrust it to you and I know that you have made me for so much, Lord. You have made me for so much more in my life, more than I can possibly imagine. But all I must do is keep my eyes fixed upon you. That's what he's calling us to. My brothers and sisters, by virtue of our baptism, by us being baptized, right? Think of the U.S. The entire U.S., right? How many people have been baptized... How many people, because of their baptism, are now called sons and daughters of God? We are called into the family of God. So many. So many are objectively sons and daughters of God. But now the problem becomes, are they living? Are they living it to the fullest? Do we realize? That is the real question, is do we realize? There's a, there's a story, an old story where there was an eagle's nest, and as it is, there was this eagle nest, there were a few eggs, eagle's eggs, and one of the eggs falls out of the eagle's nest and falls into a chicken coop. And as it falls into a chicken coop, the chickens think it's another chicken egg, and so they sit on the egg, they lay on it, eventually the eagle hatches, the eagle sees the chickens, and as it is the chickens, who, by the way, remember, can't fly, they're just too big to fly, and so... They're just on the ground, and whatever it is that you give them, they eat. And so their entire life, they're spent picking at the floor. Head down, picking at the floor. Head down, picking at the floor. And this eagle is raised in the same way as this chicken. Head down, pecking at the floor. Pecking at the floor. Until one day, here is another eagle that's flying high in the sky. And as it is, he's flying high in the sky, he looks down, and he sees this eagle in the midst of chickens. And he comes down, and he tells the eagle, what are, you, what are you doing pecking on the floor? Don't you realize you can soar for miles and miles on end? That you are this great bird that can soar high towards the heavens? And the eagle, who's raised with the chicken, says, 
I don't know. This is all that I know. This is all that was given to me. This is what I know. And so the eagle takes him in and teaches him what it means to fly, what it means to be an eagle, what it means to travel, what it means to be strong, what it means to go close towards the heavens. My friends, my friends we have to realize the story. How many of us are stuck as chickens? How many of us, as godparents today, here we are, we sit, many of us are godparents, many of us have godchildren. It is our responsibility to be able to teach those little ones, those godchildren, in our lives, who we have made the promise taken to baptism. It's our responsibility to teach them who Jesus Christ is, teach them that they are made for so much more than to just be a chicken of society. To just kind of take whatever it is that society throws up and to be able to eat the fame and the riches, the wealth, all these things that go to waste, all these things that keep our, our heads down, all these things that really make, make no difference in our lives, these things that we place so kind of important in our life. The world tells us, you know, it's, it's, it's great to follow Jesus, but that's so hard. Follow what it is the world has in store for, for instead. How much easier, how much more comforting is that? We're made for more than to just be chickens. If all we do is keep our heads close to the ground and just go according to the world and the winds in which it takes us, we're not going to get anywhere. It's no good to be a chicken of society when it is that you are baptized as an eagle. You are meant for so much more. You are meant to soar to the heavens. You are meant to be so much more closer to God. You are meant to be children of God. Not a chicken. An eagle. But we might need to realize this. That each and every day of our life, when we call to mind our baptism, each and every time that your fingers hit the holy water, when it is that you enter the church, when it is that you enter your home, we are reminded of our death to ourselves in our new life in Christ, reminded that we are made for so much more, reminded that every time it is that we come to church to receive the Eucharist, every time it is that we receive a sacrament, how much more are we made as true children of God? But do we realize? Do we realize we're eagles? Or are we just chickens? That's the question we ask ourselves. My brothers and sisters, we are made to live as sons and daughters of God. A lot of us, again, have God-children in our lives, it's so much more of a responsibility to teach them who Jesus Christ is. To pass down that same faith that you have to your God's children. What an honor it is. But even in our own lives, how many people across the world, across the world, have been baptized as sons and daughters of God, but don't recognize, don't realize, don't realize the great gift that they've been given. Today, as we sit here, we realize the great gift that we've been given in our baptism. We've been given that great gift that we know who Jesus is, we know how that is that he dwells in our hearts. We know that it is that he lives in us. And we say, just as St. Paul says, right? Here we are, we live in testimony of our baptism. To know that Jesus, we are walking with him each and every day because he dwells within our hearts. Today, as it is that we pray the creed, we're going to be sprinkled with holy water. I'm going to come around with holy water. As you pray your creed, as you pray that faith that has been handed down to you, as you pray that great faith that has been taught to us, in Jesus Christ, you're going to be sprinkled holy water to remind you of your baptism. And let it be, each and every day, my brothers and sisters, that every time we recall to mind our baptism, we recall the way and the truth and the life that is Jesus Christ. Amen? Amen.